Hello and welcome to a very special Darker Days Radio, where this evening, myself, Mike, as well as uh, Chris, Chig, and Matt will be playtesting the pre-alpha of Vampire 5th Edition. So we're very excited, guys, and, you know, I think uh, it'd be cool to kind of, just to start off, uh, do a quick explanation of uh, how the character sheet looks now for Vampire, and give you some insight into some of the things that are the same and some of the things that are different. All right, so does that sound good? Uh, yeah, that sounds yeah. good. And then uh, I think after that, we'll just do a quick introduction of characters, and then we can get to the playtest. Also, I should probably mention for this playtest, we might not actually get to the end of the story. Um, we're just going to play through for approximately two hours, and at that point, uh, if we're not done with it, we'll kind of fade to black and uh, then talk about some mechanics and all of that. Before we dive in, uh, we do have a bit of exclusive news that we can say about the Gen Con uh, playtest. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the scenario, I'm not too sure about the scenario, it won't be the same. Uh, the people running the playtest there will be Jason Andrew from uh, By Night Studios, Ken Height, who we know is you know in charge of developing uh, Vampire Fifth Edition, and Matt Dawkins, who we know from such things as Beckett's Jihad Diary and various other Vampire the Masquerade books. So uh, I think it's quite clear that what will be there um, will be a very different scenario to what we have here, or at least it will be updated and um, it, it should meet expectations of players a lot better. Plus, people can go along and talk to him. And I think there's something about go on the Gen Con website to sign up to it and also just go along on the day and chat to the, chat to the team there about the game, mm-hmm. amongst other things. Cool. Okay. Yeah, definitely. All right. So let's just go over the character sheet real quick. So it's very familiar to uh, any existing players. Um, you know, start off up at the top. Uh, nature and demeanor have been removed, and they've re- been replaced with virtue and vice. You might be familiar with that from Chronicles of Darkness games, and they work uh, mechanically very similar to uh, Chronicles of Darkness, where uh, you get willpower back just one point for pursuing your vice, and you get all of your points back for pursuing your much more difficult virtue. Clans are here, factions, concepts, and the like. Then when we get to the actual attributes, they've been slimmed down quite a bit in this pre-alpha playtest. Now, all of the physical attributes have been wrapped up into just physical now. You no longer have strength, you don't have dexterity, you don't have stamina. Uh, They're just represented by one set of up to five dots. And you can actually get specialties, which give you an additional dot say, for strength or dexterity, which are only applied to roles in that sort of vein. Following that, we have a bunch of skills. Uh, The skill tree has been uh, slimmed down, I think, just a little bit. Uh, You might see some new things like physique under physical now, which is specifically for a skill, or I should say ability is the correct term, uh, for feats of strength uh, and that sort of application. So if you're a bodybuilder, let's say, you probably have a high physique. And if you need to, I don't know, bend bars or lift gates, physique is the uh, appropriate skill to use. Uh, in addition to that, you still have uh, your disciplines, backgrounds, other traits. It all looks good. But when you get to the bottom, uh, things are a tad bit different. Your health is now variable based on your character. It's usually five plus the number of physical dots you have. So your health can be somewhere between, say, six and ten, typically. Um, 
And there's also a composure and a portion to keep track of your hunger and the blood roused in a scene. Uh, and these kind of work together in sort of a, uh, a spiral of failure. So as your character is more hungry uh, and you use more of your blood to, say, power disciplines, heal, or increase attributes during a game, you mark off the blood roused in a scene. If that reaches five in a scene or at the end of a scene, you have to roll that many dice and any failures, uh, which is now uh, five or lower when you roll a die, always five or lower for a failure, always six or higher for a success when you roll dice now, you will increase your hunger. Hunger is a stat ranging from one to five, uh, which can be lowered by a vampire feeding. And uh, hunger now applies to hunger dice, which you roll whenever you make an ability check. Uh, so when you make your dice pool, let's say your total dice pool for uh, sneaking past a guard is going to be six. Well, if your hunger is three, three of your six dice are replaced by these hunger dice. And when you roll these, any hunger dice that come up, come up as one will cause a compulsion. Uh, compulsions are bad because they basically mess up your vampire in the course of a game. They will uh, cause you to... Uh, just stop in your tracks and be distracted. They might cause you to frenzy, or they might cause a certain clan-specific uh, compulsion, so like extreme anger in the case of a uh, Bruja vampire. I think that's pretty much it. Is there anything I missed, guys, from the kind of the basic rules right here? Did you mention that uh, skills are no longer knowledges and talents? They're also set up as mental, physical, and social. Uh, I believe I did. I might have missed it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the I think the the key thing to mention as well is that when you add together basically an attribute plus a uh, an ability, and you make your dice pool and you roll, a success is always six or higher, and the difficulty and this is different than previous editions. The difficulty is the number of successes that are required. So when I tell these guys uh, this roll is going to be at difficulty three, that means that when they roll. They need to get three successes to be able to pass the check. Also, I'm looking at my character sheet. Um, I have academics and science, but I don't have technology. Uh, so you're not good at using VCRs or, say, hacking no, together like science, a security system. No, they don't skill. exist. Oh. Well, that's yeah. awkward. I think that's supposed to be technology, but you're also like academics. You're not supposed to take academics without a specialty. Uh, what do you want your academic specialty to be, good sir? I'm assuming my academic specialty is supposed to be in science, and that other skill I have is supposed to be technology. Nope. Yeah, academic and science are two different skills. All right, cool. Uh, I think we'll just go you with can that. You become then. a scientist, and you know, still have to take basic academic courses. So you know, you know basic facts through academics but you know scientific knowledge through science it makes sense to me right yeah. but i'm saying is that science is supposed to be a specialization of academics is it? and technology is I have science on my sheet too. uh that's super awkward well wow. so i'm referencing the character sheet yeah so they changed okay so here's a problem number one <laughs> Uh, so the character sheet that was included in the rules has technology as its final mental ability, but on the player character sheets included in the uh, the the, the pre-generated ones for the adventure, science is the final one. Well, just call that technology because the thing is, you can be knowledgeable in sciences, but actually in practice 
practice, you may not be capable of performing them in that way. So it's the difference between saying having a you're being an you know a, a, an armchair scientist or and a technician. So you know actually trained in science in the lab, like my colleagues, they would have like both academics, specialism, whatever branch of science, and then also have technology, which because they would have it at such a high level means, you know, they can use and rewire devices and shit like that. So let's just play it like that. I've got academics on my sheet of two, so I should choose a speciality. Um, I'm a Parisian. I'm a rich boy. So I'm going to go with art history. All right, cool. So as long as we don't have any other questions on our character sheets, uh, I think we can just kind of jump into this a little bit. To set the scene, uh, this adventure, which is called The Last Night, is set in Berlin, Germany. And it takes place one night after the events of Enlightenment and Blood, which uh, Chris and I were at uh, when we were at World of Darkness Berlin. So uh, these three characters are uh, part of a coterie, and right now they're sitting in a bar on the uh, east side of town. It's kind of a, a smaller place. Uh, has a, a Turkish bar owner, and uh, the clientele is of more uh, Anatolian, Middle Eastern uh, descent. You guys might stick out just a tad bit. I won't. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, right, right. You won't. <clears throat> so I think this is a good time uh, as we kind of have the camera zoom in on this uh, smoky bar and the three individuals in the corner uh, for you guys to describe your characters and uh, just kind of introduce yourselves to the listeners. I'm uh, Amir. I am uh, from Paris, but I am actually uh, obviously Middle Eastern in descent. Uh, We'll say he's from a... uh, His family mostly dates back from uh, Iraq, but, uh, you know, but you know, or no, Iran, but pr- but before the revolution in Iran, mm-hmm. uh, so you know, back in the seven, I think it was seventies or before then. Correct. He's dressed like some sort of like hipster kind of yuppie-ish type guy. You know, he's got a he's got a fancy little scarf on that's wrapped around him. You know, he's he's uh, well dressed, well manicured. Uh, he's smoking on a small cigarello. Um, I'll give you guys a chance to get into things. I'm going to just set set the scene. So. Uh, He's there just recalling what he what it, what things he may have seen or uh, or he heard or heard during the course of the the previous uh, evening or so. So, my friends, uh, the 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 problem the problem is, uh, what do we do now? This the, the prince is dead, the sheriff is dead. This red revolution uh, uh, almost caused chaos. These the insane Church of Cain tried to create some new order. It's madness. What do we do? So I turn to two colleagues that are there. Bruno, who is a uh, to be in his uh, early twenties, dark hair, very pale, shrugs and says, "I, I, I'm at a loss. I, I do, I do not know for help. I do not know." I, you say that you saw with your own eyes the prince and the sheriff both die. Was who, I didn't who else see was there? My, I didn't see it with my eyes, but I hear that the sheriff died at the hands of the anarchs, and the uh, the pr- the prince, I believe, also died either at, at their hands or. Well, it's it's difficult. I mean, we've always had the problem of two two rivalries between the prince and his child, so. 
I'm not too certain who exactly, uh, you know, sent the prince to his uh, final death, but that's what happened. That's what, you, I, what I'm are aware you, are of. Are you sure the prince is, is I am, truly dead? I I have, I'm, unlike maybe yourself and, uh, and uh, our friend here, I'm slightly, you know, being younger of the blood, I'm a little uh, and less involved in our our society. I'm, I find it a bit easier to get into certain bars and overhear certain conversations. But I am positive about the the, the state that our city is in. I, for one, <laughs> would prefer to flee to Paris as soon as possible. Will things be better in Paris? Do you think? Is this a localized event? Are the Anarchs rising up all over? I have no idea. I mean, <sighs> I, I, I mean, I heard things also on uh, social media. Uh, literally, posts. You know, if you know which, like, even which bits on Facebook to look at, you you could get and you knew the right people to follow. You heard snippets, and if you could read between the lines, Facebook. I know. <laughs> so much for our masquerade, hey. <laughs> <sighs> And what's wrong with Facebook? <laughs> Twitter is the culture Carry. of our age. It, yes, but I mean, how are we meant to keep any form of secrecy in this day and age with things like Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, whatever? Images of it, well, it, so are we meant there? No one believes anything that's true. Are we meant to? Are we meant to hope that you know the the kind think it is uh, is just fake news? Yes, I mean, but we know there are other, but, but that's them. We know there's other people out there. Oh, you know, people that do. hunt our kind. We have we have to look through the signal to the noise, but it's also our job to make sure there's enough noise to make that difficult for everyone else. Well, well, that may be well, your job, you. but that's definitely not my job. Well, it is apparently my job because I am a quote unquote hip urban culture blogger for Vice Berlin. So, how are you going to spin this chaos? On your blow blog? Yes, it is pronounced blog, old man. Oh. <laughs> well? Oh, I don't know. Keeping my head down, keeping myself safe, that's served me well before. Mm. So as the discussion continues, uh, all three of you, your bodies racking in slight convulsions and pain, Nicholas feels a blood churning in his stomach. Bruno's eyes become itchy and bloodshot. And finally, there's a grand tingling up the spine of Amir. It's it's unlike anything you've ever felt before. Completely foreign to you. And really quite quite shocking. Um, okay, well I will... Uh, I think Amir would naturally call upon his uh, blood and... Um... And uses uh, innate ability, uh, his clan ability uh, that he has of uh, all specs, and try and sense where this is coming from or what exactly is causing this. So I've got what I've got heightened senses. So I, yeah, I, th- I think I Bruno that. would so, definitely do the same. So um, you know, I I draw upon the strength of my blood. Um, and yeah, so I mean, I can my, my awareness is increased by like two points. Yeah, definitely. So you're all at hunger one to start off. So if you get me a roll of mental plus uh, 
awareness for both of you with the addition of your enhanced senses. That'd be great. So I've got mental of two, and I've got awareness of one, and I've got all specs of two. And then of those dice, uh, I guess two of those immediately become hunger dice because I've roused it. Oh, no, no, you don't, uh, you don't get hunger until the end of the scene. So Correct. am I am I at hunger one? Because we're all hunger, at hunger one. one. So just one hunger. So die. one of the. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Okay. And anything that's uh, oh, let's scroll down the side. Uh, so I get one success. All right. That's good. What did uh, Bruno get? Bruno got also one success. Okay. And neither of you got a one on your hunger die. Negative. All right. Cool. Okay, so with your enhanced senses, um, there is a TV uh, that's uh, right over the the cigarette machine on the side of the bar, and the volume is turned down. There is just uh, some more uh, casual uh, folk music playing uh, in the background. But with your enhanced senses, the two of you can actually hear uh, what the reporter is saying, and there's some uh, shocking um, uh, footage that you see of a, a very familiar place. Uh, you hear the reporter say, uh, "Reporters, uh, reports are just coming in that a truck has crashed into the packed dance club Golden Gate in East Tiergarten, uh, setting the old building ablaze. At least five people are believed to be dead, and it is still unknown whether this is a tragic accident or the third truck attack in the last year. Worrying trends began in Marseille, and, and it kind of trails off. Uh, you recognize this building because you've met a uh, fellow member of your coterie, uh, Andre, there many times, and you are suspicious that it could be his haven. Definitely go check that out. Now. The, yeah. It's, it's, Absolutely. Yes, right this yeah, second. Um, if you don't want to come with me, I'm going by myself. I have to... Um, yes. Uh, Shall we grab a taxi there or just... Uh, have you got a car with you? You know I don't drive. Oh, fine, I, we'll know a hell of a taxi and get there soon. I don't know if possible. I have a car or not. I don't have an inventory. Uh, you, you guys probably don't. Yeah, we're you're, we're we're from Berlin. We don't have yeah. cars. Okay, so you dash out the door and you hail a taxi. Yeah, we're we're going there right now. Okay, so yep, you run out the door. You find a taxi waiting right there, and you start to head over. Uh, Golden Gate's on the uh, west side of town. It's a uh, dance club, which, that, which is actually built into a uh, structure uh, that is next to slash below a uh, uh, subway line. Well, it's above ground in this case. Um, so it's a very old building, but uh, it's a very popular club in town. As you speed off in the taxi, uh, you arrive at a police cordon, um, Stepping out of the car, there's a number of, uh, of police, uh, there's transit cops, and uh, reporters as well, all uh, trying to uh, get in. Uh, and meanwhile, off to the side, there's a number of uh, civilians, uh, you know, just regular mortals. Most of them just stepping out from the bar and looking at the uh, dancing light of fire in the distance. Is the, so the bar is still on fire. Yes, it is. It's only been a, a few minutes. Uh, you can see that there's lots of sirens and lights up ahead. Uh, you can see that there are fire trucks, uh, there's police cars, and the like. But there's a uh, there's metal railing and uh, a few uh, police officers right in front of you. Um, is there 
like a fire exit that is not currently being swarmed by fire and police that we can sneak in? Uh, it's You're a bit too far away to see right now. You're probably uh, three blocks away at this point. Oh, also, um, yeah, we've all been here before, so we might know of some back way since this is obviously frequented by vampires. Do I know of a way in that is not currently appear to be, you know, a hub of activity? Just like where you are right now, looking around, uh, the streets are very much blocked off, but there's a few alleyways that are open. And of course, uh, there's no one watching the rooftops. Hmm. Can I roll wits plus alertness to try and find some kind of hidden way in? Find a hidden way in. Or at I least just don't... be aware of our surroundings enough to try and... Or would that be awareness, I guess, then? But just... Uh, be awareness. Be... awareness is just... for magic. Yes, awareness is for magic. Alertness is for uh, really... That's like your perception checks in D&D. Okay. Noticing. Um yeah, is there... Oh, they got rid of security. There's larceny. That would always... That's larceny. Yeah, I guess Guess we'd go with mental plus larceny to see if there's a good way to sneak by. And I still have one uh, hunger die, is that correct? Oh, yes. We'll say this is the same scene. Okay, so I'll... Is that wits or... Perce... Would that be wits or what? Perception? Uh, I would say wits. Would okay. be the specialty for that role. So one, two, three, four, five, six. I got four successes on my mental plus larceny. No, okay. no ones. I got three successes on. I got no. I got also got four successes on mental plus larceny. Hmm. Okay. Very good. Uh. So, I guess I guess Bruno kind of analyzed the situation pretty well. It seems though the the actual police kind of know what they're doing. They have some idea of crowd control, but uh, there's a couple of transit cops that are there, and they're mostly just kind of hanging out by their car, not paying too much attention. It would be pretty easy to just walk right by them. Are there any right. lone Are there any lone transit cops? There's only two, and they're just uh, by their car, which has you know its its sirens and lights on. Uh, but they're off to the uh, left side of the road, and are not really paying too much attention. There's no like reporters near them or anything like that. Yeah, we don't want to be seen on camera going into the building that's on fire. I don't really want to go into the building while it's on fire, but needs must, I suppose. Are we aware if there's actually a... Um, um, did you guys tell me that Andre is in this club yet? Or did we tell you would what? I, that Andre is in the club yet? Or would I have found out when we left? I mean, we pointed out that the club was on fire, and it's okay. assumed by you know, the public the vampire public at large, this is his haven or a haven. Well, the three of you are part of his coterie, so right. you have a pretty good idea that he hangs out here a lot. He's not like hanging out on the street or anything, right? <laughs> we don't see him, right? <laughs> um, I should mention that the uh, kind of convulsions that you've, you were feeling before haven't subsided. They, they spark up on occasion. There's jostles of pain. Uh, your limbs can ache on occasion. It's uh, really disconcerting. Yeah, we should we should maybe go check check out uh go into the club past the little transit cops who aren't paying attention. Yep. Okay. I think if you guys could just give me a dexterity or a, sorry, physical plus stealth check. Uh that would be great. Just to sneak by. That I can do. Uh one success but a one on my hunger die. Okay. Three successes, no ones. All right. Uh, and two successes. 
All right, great. So there was a uh, hunger die trigger. So we have to uh, resolve a compulsion unless, Matt, would you like to spend one composure to uh, avoid that? Don't we find out what it what the compulsion is before we spend the composure? Oh, let me check real quick. Good question. Alternately, I could spend a point of willpower to reroll the one. Yep, you could do that as well. But I think yeah, that has to be done before we know. Actually, I don't think you can reroll hunger dice with willpower. No, are you, you sure can't. that's a thing in here? Yeah, if a hunger die comes up as a one, you are not allowed to reroll okay. it with willpower. So they they realize that. Okay. The only way to avoid this uh, consequence is to spend composure, allowing you to quash the unwanted impulse, at least temporarily. If the compulsion table is used, the composure must be spent before rolling. So you can choose to uh, spend a composure, or we can roll. Oh, what the hell? We're testing the mechanics. I won't spend the composure. Good job. All right, cool. Now let me reference the composure table, compulsion table, and I will roll a d10. And I got a four, which means you have dead people problems. So you fail at being human during the scene with consequences. Forget to use the lungs properly. Uh, all that comes out is whispers. Uh, you grow cold and pale and touch screens stop working. You stop blinking. So you seem very strange. Okay. Uh, I'm going to rule this as your character has sort of a rigor mortis movement for the, uh, the rest of the scene. So your joints are very stiff. And uh, you, uh, as you, all three of you are now passing through the police cordon, at least the first one, and you start to uh, move forward and approach. But as you get even closer, you see that there's another layer of, uh, of security. There's a couple of cars out. Uh, you're very close to all the fire engines now. Uh, you can see th- uh, three black clad figures uh, rushing in through the front door while the... Uh, uh, firefighters are still prepping their hoses and getting everything ready off to the side. Are they close enough that we can make out who they might be? Do they look familiar? Or are they just random, you know, hooded figure kind of thing? Um, they have uh, uh, black helmets and visors on and mm. what looks like body armor and are pretty heavily equipped. So they seem to be some sort of uh, trained paramilitary or security forces. That, that seems odd that, you know, a paramilitary force would be rushing into a burning building. I don't think they're stealth firefighters now. Well, in for a penny, in for a pound, right? We're already we're already to the door. They're probably SWAF, you know, special, special weapons and firefighting. Indeed. So there's uh, a lot of... Uh... There's a lot of security, uh, a lot of police here, all paying attention to the building and very paying very close attention. Uh, how are you going to approach the building? Stealthily? Can you give me some more narrative <laughs> uh, cues here so I can kind of uh, figure out? It's a, cl- it's a club in Berlin. I'm pretty sure there's a back alley we can use. There is uh, off to kind of the right right-hand side from where you're standing. Uh, there is an alleyway, and you're pretty sure there's probably a, a back entrance or a loading dock or something. Yeah, there's got to be a way for them to get the uh, beer into the place. They don't just go through the front door on... That'd be crazy talk. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll sneak around back. Okay, cool. So I think from the distance you're at, uh, Bruno and Amir are probably okay, but Nicholas, due to your uh, kind of compulsion, you're going to have to make a stealth check so that no one notices your, your odd movements, which might draw attention to you guys. Three successes. All right. 
I think you would be sufficient. I would say they probably have like a difficulty of two in this situation because they are more focused on the uh, the building. You guys are kind of off to the side. Now, what does happen is something very shocking as you approach the alleyway. Uh, there is a side door that you see, uh, but just as you're uh, maybe 20 paces away, a figure bursts out, has tattered clothing, which is singed by the fire. Uh, and you can see from your very... Uh, innate senses from your vampiric condition that his eyes are completely bloodshot. As he dashes out, two black-clad figures in their body armor, uh, brandishing uh, submachine guns, also dash out and shoot out the individual's legs. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What do you do? Um, are we in the line of fire? Uh, no, their their backs are to you guys. Uh, the the individual that ran out uh, had took a left turn. You guys were off to the right. Okay, so uh, we so where are we relative to these guys that are shooting? We're behind them. You're behind them, right? Um, I'm gonna use I'm gonna call on my celerity and move hyperspeed, um, just so I can. Okay. It says it says um, incredibly fast response. Um, yeah, uh, I was thinking whether that will... Or swiftness, it seems to be defensive. But I was like thinking, can I not just use it so I can literally be stood right behind the guy and then swiftly just break the first one's neck? I think that's cool. Let's do it. So you rouse the blood, and I think... do You have to, you don't have to roll for that. That's just a no, automatic condition. You keep, you keep track of how many times you've roused the blood, and then you roll at the end of... Yes, yeah, so I've roused it twice now in the scene. I've roused it twice because I did the all specs and now I'm doing this. So I just, I've just literally come up straight behind him with surprise and just do the classic head twist. Okay, cool. Um, so I think in this condition, there aren't any rules in this playtest which cover like surprise attacks or anything like that. Usually combat is an opposed role uh, where you as the attacker role and the defender also rolls in like melee combat, let's say. And whomever gets the most successes then deals damage. So it's very risky to engage in melee combat. However, because you're taking this person by surprise, they had no idea that you were there. I think you can just make a roll of physical plus, I guess in this case, brawl uh, to attempt to just snap his neck or incapacitate him. Would it be brawl? Because, I mean, I'm just coming up straight behind him and I'm not actually having to physically fight him. Can I not just use physique? <laughs> to just... Yeah, I think that's good use. Let's do it. It's a feat um... of strength. Yeah. Remember, okay. bend, bend necks, lift lift bodies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, uh, so that gives me that gives me like seven dice on this. Yeah, that's like uh, <laughs> that's like five successes, and there isn't a one on my hunger dice. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nice. Okay. I don't think this person's going to really get any like armor save or any armor protection from this. So uh, that's just straight up five damage. Um. <laughs> Now, you don't snap his neck, but he's down on the ground and is very close to being incapacitated, uh, which I think is going to probably start a combat round unless uh, you other two uh, do anything else. Um, I do not personally have celerity, so I cannot run up and punch anybody in the face or anything. So, no, combat round begins. All right, cool. Unless, uh, sorry, unless Nicholas has something. I'm trying to find if I can do something, but despite the fact that I have presence, I don't actually have the skills to use it very well. <laughs> Nicholas is poorly designed. It doesn't have to be very well. You just use it. You rely on that instead of, you know, 
social skills. <laughs> no, because I still have to roll the social skills to use the power. Right, but you get to add your presence to it, right? No. Nope. No? Wow. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's uh you're thinking of Wraith where you get to add your, your well, I'm also uh, thinking of discipline dots or whatever. I'm also thinking of Auspics, which let let you add Auspics to your rolls unless I completely misread oh, that yeah, power. Yeah. No, that was correct. You did it right. Okay, cool. So all right. Uh, we're going to enter a combat round then. So you have a burning building right next to you, but uh, the flames aren't too close. We won't worry about Rashrek or Frenzies uh, at the moment. Uh, but there are two individuals in front of you. One's on the ground right next to Amir. The other one is, at this point, still firing at the uh, now downed individual in front of you. Um, you notice uh, something uh, before you really get into the combat that there's almost like small little explosions of uh, almost almost flaming explosions uh, as each of the bullets hits the individual and they're really tearing its body apart. Uh, so getting into combat, the way initiative works now is that we don't have to roll for it. Uh, instead, you uh, take your mental uh, with a specialty of wits, if you have it, and add that to your highest uh, attack skill, which is either brawl, melee, or firearms. And that is what we use, and we use that... Uh, to find out initiative order. So if you guys could give me that number that you have. So I've got just take a... four. Okay, four for Amir. Bruno also has four. Nick has okay. seven. Jesus! Oh. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm a really good mental character. I just don't have any mental powers. Like, well, apparently you were also a um, ninja, so go ninja. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, Nick, you're up first. Okay. Let me. I kind of have an idea of what I want to do. I'm just trying to. Uh, can I combine prowess and mighty leaf to just flying jump kick the fuck out of the guy that's still shooting? Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> I think. I think you have to. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure. Okay. There's so I'm rous- so I'm rousing the blood twice. Okay. <laughs> He's most the guy's mostly not paying attention to you because he's just shooting someone, and then his mate's just had his neck like almost snapped in half yeah. <laughs> next to him. So, okay, so that's my my effective physical is now four plus athletics, so that's a pool of six. Well, okay, so, so I'm, I'm rolling to jump, and then I have to roll to attack, I guess. Yes, you do have to roll to jump. Uh, you are probably the rules don't tell you what units you're jumping in. But we'll just assume meters, and you're probably like mm, 15 meters away right now. So that means you need to get three successes on this to successfully jump into them. Three successes and another one on my hunger dice. Okay. Oh, God. So you successfully jump, but midair, you're going to have a compulsion. <laughs> uh, also, I'm going to rule that you get a plus one die on your attack roll for uh, your jump. But uh, would you like to use composure to not. avoid a compulsion? Okay. God, why would you? Well, let's see what compulsion you get. If I can find those rules real quick. You roll a d10. I do. I just have to find the reference table. Uh, it begins on page 25. Ah, clan specific. Now, what clan are you? Clan true. Okay. Clan specific Ooh, there's three. eight is assert dominance. You have to give a command and make sure someone obeys it. Threaten, coerce, persuade, or use dominate, if you have to, to make sure your instructions are carried out. 
okay, I'm going to land at the guy and scream in his face, die, motherfucker, and then punch him really, 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 really hard. I guess I'll allow that. Okay. And remember, you get a plus one on this attack roll. Yep. So it's physical plus brawl plus one. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Thank God I didn't get another one on my hunger die. I only got three successes. I will spend a, right, I will cool. spend a willpower to reroll some of these. Two more successes, so a total of five successes. Okay. I'm also going to rule that this guy has no way of defending against a flying vampire <laughs> tackling him. Uh, so he's not going to be able to resist this. Um, he does have body armor, which probably reduces some of the impact. Uh, so he is going to take... Is he wearing a helmet? Uh, he is wearing yeah, a helmet. Yeah, he's wearing yeah. black helmets. Yeah, because body armor, body armor and stuff, they just reduce successes on the damage. There's no soap rolls anymore. Correct. Uh, so he's going to take slightly less damage, but he's still definitely hurt. I'm also going to rule in this situation uh, that your compulsion and your command of die, motherfucker, uh, is going to require you to... Keep attacking this guy. Uh, keep attacking him, yeah. Cool. In spite of anything um, else that might happen. Um, you don't mind if Amir just acts now and foot stomps uh, the neck of the uh, guy that he won't that's on the ground that I just tried to twist the neck off. Oh, right. Yeah, your, uh, your celerity should have doubled your... Uh, initiative, so you should actually be initiative eight. Oh dang! Shit, does it do that? <laughs> yeah, uh, the first level does that. Good job, celerity. Yeah, so yeah, you can you can definitely go right now. All oh, right, well then, yeah, I'll, I'm going to just foot stomp. Yeah, what else are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Okay. And as if I um, you know, I don't know how well, I need to roll to kill him. Can I? Can I just? Can I just? take half on it and just say it just hits his neck um i mean you could just roll i think that's fine uh he's going to try to oppose and dodge uh which is just going to be he's going to roll basically a two i'm just going to take half of what he has okay so i'm just rolling physical uh plus brawl this this time because he's not uh not surprised Uh, and uh i get the i get one success uh one total uh, hold on, actually, wait. Yeah, just one success total. Okay, so uh, the rule I'm using is take half. So he has a dice pool of four, and I just take half of that as his roll, which yeah, means so, he has a two. Yeah. So he actually is uh, going to successfully fend you off and going to hit you for one, um, you know, superlative damage. Or, sorry, superficial damage. Yeah. <laughs> Those are two very different <laughs> words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I said it and I was like, hmm, maybe that's not right. So yeah, uh as Amir comes down, tries to, you know, stomp down on this guy, uh, he kind of deflects away with his uh arm and just you know, punches you in the shin for minor yeah. bruising. Okay, if that's it, uh for Amir, um that means that these guys are up. Uh so they of course have their their submachine guns. Uh the one that is fighting with Chris is just gonna keep attempting or fighting with Amir I should say is going to uh just kind of try to wrestle away and uh uh push off um the the vampire that's attacking him uh so he is going to um I guess make make an athletics roll and try to get away uh so I will make a roll for him and he gets one success um I want to pin him, basically. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think you can you can make a roll to try to like grapple him or something. I think that'd be a, a fair ruling. Again, the the playtest rules don't really cover this one. I but... get four successes and one of on my hunger die. Oh, okay. Welcome to Compulsion Town, Chris. Mm. Yep. Would you like to uh, spend a composure to resist this compulsion, or would you like to be compulsed? Uh, hold on. What am I playing? Am I a Toreador? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry yep. for a minute. I've totally forgotten. Yeah. Um, clan specific ones are. That, that, oh, yours no, is no, no, like... no. There's only no, a three in ten chance you get a clan specific one. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Go on then. Do it. Do yeah. it. I no, get that, a. That's you. Roll for compulsion. Yeah, Mike. You, oh, I've just rolled it. And I'm going to take, take the result I just rolled because I was waiting for, for Mike to roll it, but I've rolled it. Oh. I get a 10. Okay. I, I, I frenzy. <laughs> oh, it is. Okay. So your character's entered a frenzy, and we'll cover that next turn. <laughs> hey, um, this guy's dead. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, now it's uh, the other the other uh, mysterious gun-wielding individual. Uh, now, he was just punched and kicked and tackled, uh, but he still has his gun in his hand, so he's going to attempt to shoot at, um, at Nicholas. Now, the way this works is uh, when uh, firearms are rolled, it's mental now plus the firearm skill. The only resistance that the target can use, according to these rules, is uh, physical plus dodge. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's not really any cover around. So uh, Nicholas has to choose whether he's going to just drop to the ground and try to like avoid the shot, uh, which means he will lose his next turn, or... If he's just gonna stand and take it, basically. So, what's your choice? Hmm. Hold on, is there like I'm like on top of him, and I'm I don't know. I'm trying to figure like I'm I tackled him. From, I guess you'd like I tackled him from behind, so I'm trying to figure out how he's going to shoot at me. He's going to turn uh, around. He turns around. <laughs> yeah, and I guess it's your choice. You can though. drop to the ground. You can roll out of the way. I guess I'll try dodging. Ah, oh, come on. Okay, fair enough. So he's going to make a roll, and you can roll your uh, physical plus dodge. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Two successes and a one on my hunger die. Sweet. Okay. Maybe use a different die for that. It doesn't seem to be doing well for you. Uh, So he got three successes. Um so we'll resolve the damage and then do the uh, compulsion. So uh, we take the difference between successes. One, you got two. Take one superficial damage because I'm a vampire. Or no. He, uh, he... No, 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 no. This is, uh, these are not normal rounds. Um, so normally if you were shot, I guess Nicholas has been shot before in his vampire existence. Um, it would just be kind of like a dull slug and you'd be like, oh, that's really annoying. But when this bullet enters it feels like a kind of the same dull pain until it explodes and burns inside of you so this weapon uh they've got fucking bolters uh yeah he did mention that we could see that they were exploding on impact with the dude's legs so i want one i'm taking one yeah (laughs) yeah so the way that uh so the way this works is yeah um he has three successes, you have two, so that's one damage first off. Then you add the weapon damage. Uh, in this case, it's going to be four from a, uh, a submachine gun, which is five total. 
and these bullets do aggravated damage. Uh, actually, where are the exact rules? I should use the real rules for these. Da, 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 da. Since when were we fighting Primaris Space Marines armed with <laughs> Hellfire rounds? <laughs> Welcome to V5. Yeah, so this is going to do plus two aggravated damage. So you take uh, five damage, five uh, superficial, and then two ag. Okay, uh, that's my entire health track. <laughs> Good lord. Well, that really uh, changes what Bruno was going to do. So, all right. <laughs> and Bruno's up next. Bruno is going to duck and cover and wait for all this to blow over because he is patient. Are you going to use obfuscate? Uh, not unless it, it uh, seems like they know that there's a third person there. And since we were behind them the entire time, nah. Okay. Just going to, Bruno, uh, to Bruno dodge hides. behind something, yes. Sure. Uh, I guess just give me a, a physical plus stealth roll. That I can do. Bruno is uh, familiar with the better part of Valor. be three successes on my roll okay very good and no hunger dice compulsion nope my hunger die is happy as a clam cool all right oh top of the order and uh, i think we're getting to a frenzying amir so yeah. chris could you describe to me your frenzied state um hmm, let's think uh you have him grappled. I have the guy grappled and i am moving super quickly so uh i uh, start tearing at him with uh, my manicured nails. I mostly get a little sharper as like the, the bestial rage within me kind of manifests. And yeah. I just tuck in. Um, <laughs> I, I just, you know, launch my uh, at his throat and um, feed on him. Okay. I'm on You're in the process top. of feeding. Uh, this guy's probably dead he's definitely dead at this point uh, well then i well I'll, I'll bite and tug you what so i'll bite his throat uh, but in a way that you know mm-hmm. you know ripping flesh away a nice oh, arterial yeah. spray on his friend that kind yep. of fun blood is spraying everywhere and no one has very high hunger right now so they're not going to be distracted by that but uh yes uh you feel the pulse fade of the man below you as his blood sprays out, yet the sweet nectar of his vitae uh, is running down your throat. Actually, since he's feeding now, he also has to roll all of his hunger, roll all of his roses to see if he gets additional hunger dice. <laughs> oh, that's correct. Yes. Um, so that's I believe you have two, three. Okay, three roses. Yep. So roll three dice. Oh, no, six, no, wait, no, I've, I've roused, Sorry, I've roused twice. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I get a nine and a nine. Okay, so you have now have three hunger, but uh, no, no, no. Uh, it's if you fail on the hunger dice, so if it's a five or lower, oh. then your hunger increases. But he's also so, okay. Yes. So wait, 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 wait. But I'm, I'm, I'm... While you're feeding, you can get more hungry. It doesn't. No, well, feeding doesn't get, get rid of get hunger. The hunger, and then you feed it away. Ah. Correct. But it's, so, but it's like, uh, it's like so if it's... you browse like five times, then go bite from a rat you're probably going to get more hungry. Yeah. I guess that makes sense, but... Okay. It's more about whether you're getting pushed towards being... towards frenzying. Because, like, if you feed, there's a chance it's going to... you're going to... taste of blood more. Yeah, like, if, if, if you've roused and you're at a high hunger, then you can frenzy, and 
you'll drain the guy dry. Yeah. So that's kind of it makes cool, sense. really. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I feed on him. I guess it's going to set me back to hunger zero then, because he's going. I'm going to drain the fucker. Um, yep. You're uh, you're drinking him down right now. It might take a little bit of time, but you can always sure. get back to it in case there's a a threat of some sort, which is about to <laughs> you're about to encounter. Um. So there is this guy with a gun, and he's going to stand up. And he's going to see his buddy just being. <laughs> Isn't it just my, drained isn't it completely? Uh, it is. Oh yes. Okay. So your health track is empty, but you're still standing. You're still alive. So you just have minus two on your dice rolls, well, right? I'll rouse to heal one of the superficial damage. Okay. So I'm not. You rouse. Yeah. And now you no longer have that uh, impairment from your from your damage. Right, but that would be my third rouse for the for this scene. And I'm going to yeah. punish this motherfucker again. Okay. You did tell him to die. And he's not listening. That pisses me off. Three successes. Okay. Uh, he gets just two. Um, we'll take the uh, average. And you punch him for one. Goddamn. And it hurts. <laughs> Um, do you want to do anything else? Like you could try to like move away or something or anything like that. Like you run up, you punch him. Um, it hits him. He's still standing right there with his gun brandished right in front of you. Possibly he was like firing at you at this time. I don't suppose I could wrench the gun away from him instead. I don't like, does the, does it have grapple rules? No, it doesn't. But I would just make that the same opposed role. Okay. So you just you you could wrench it away right now. Yeah, well, that's if, cool. If I'm doing physical versus physical plus athletics, it would be the exact same dice roll. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just taking his average for physicals, which is two. So yeah. So instead of Boom. punching him, I rip his gun away. It is. It sure. is now my okay. Gun. Ho ho ho! Now you have a machine gun. <laughs> no, no. Now I have a bolter for the emperor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So that was Nicholas. Now this guy's up. Um, he's <laughs> just Surely to highlight the inanity of my made-up rules. He's going to try to grab his gun back. <laughs> he gets two successes. It's like two kids in the playground. I also get two. I get three successes. That's a seven. Okay, you keep the gun. <laughs> Good job. Now it's Bruno. Bruno, what are you doing? Uh, while they are sufficiently distracted, Bruno is going to try to sneak in the building. Bruno enters the building. You uh, go through the door, which is uh, actually partially open, and the heat washes over you. There's flames everywhere. You see that there's a a truck, that, or the, the carcass of a truck, which uh, plowed through the brick side of the uh, building and uh, seems to have exploded. Uh, there's shrapnel everywhere. You uh, hear the cries of uh, of injured people right in front of you. Um, are any of the cries my uh, coterie mate, Andre? They are not. I don't care. Then. But you hear them going, please, ah, I'm stuck. Ah. You uh, smell uh, charred and singed blood throughout the room. Mm. I might have to uh, stop by here on the way out, but, uh, you know. I have uh, my priorities, and my priority right now is to find uh, Andre and rescue him if at all possible, if necessary. Hopefully he's in. 
Right. So we'll leave your scene right there inside the building, and we will cut back to outside, where Amir is still feeding, uh, sucking down the sweet, sweet nectar of Ite. Awesome. <laughs> uh, it's running so. down your chin, and it's filling your body with a, a warmth that you there's not much rarely th- feel there's not days. much left of the guy's throat uh it's a ragged mess uh he his larynx is mostly somewhere like a few meters now away from him um and i guess that means i'm mostly going to break out of being frenzied because i'm going to be sated and and regain some sort of composure yeah i think that's fine you've probably pretty close to drain this guy at this point so your hunger is probably zero yeah We'll go with that. And then we will cut over to Nicholas. Okay. I have this super gun. I am going to point it at his torso and fire. You do. Empty, empty the clip. <laughs> I did. T- I was very polite when I asked him to not to die. He is being very difficult about this. Four successes. Uh, he's going to attempt to dodge which is going to give him two successes. Can you even and... dodge firearms at that short range? Uh, yes. According to these rules, you know, it's... Yeah, if, pretty much. If, if I could but... dodge, he could dodge. But yeah, I also, fair. you know, have take issue with the fact that I'm in melee combat with him. He is able to bring his gun to bear and shoot me, so whatever. He's a professional, it, but it's okay. You still got him. <laughs> Uh, so he's going to take. You got you got two a difference of two successes. It's going to take four damage. Going to take two ag. Uh, so yeah, he's dead. No clarification. He is dying. He's going to be dead once I'm done feeding with him. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very good. So he's down and dying. Uh, so you're. We're going to exit combat. Obviously. Uh, Nicholas can begin feeding. Well, first I'm going to rouse a few times to heal, which will put me at five rouses. Ah, okay. Very good idea. So I roll for my five yeah. rouses. Yeah, Mike, I was going to say ranged attacks, you can't dodge uh, unless there is cover. Um, unless there's a... No, wait, what is it? If there's no cover available, use of dodge will cause loss of next action. That's it. Correct, so, yeah. So yeah. he would have lost his next one, but instead he's just, instead he's just dead. Yeah. So, All right, I heal up to the two ag, but I've got three failures on my hunger dies, so three failures, <laughs> so I'm now at hunger four, but I'm feeding from this guy, and he's an alive human, so I'm back to hunger one. Correct. And if you want to take it all the way... Geranium drive. Well, I mean, Every Chris is already drop. doing that, so it probably wouldn't be too out of the pale to do so. <laughs> There's a conveniently it's... burning building in which you can dispose of corpses. And he shot you know, me with a fucking him. bolter, so yeah. <laughs> I'm at hunger zero. Alright, so the two of you are feeding out here, and you hear footsteps uh, dashing uh, through the alleyway behind you. Oh, shit. Um, I will use my uh, swift ability because I've got my celerity up for the entire scene. Um, Correct. I'm essentially going to move quickly and like just lift me into the burning building and then you know drop it within the doorway and disappear into the building looking for uh, Bruno. Okay. 
Uh, so you, you quickly drag the body inside, toss it in the corner, and very, in there, yeah, right very, next to Bruno. Very animalistic, almost. I'm pretty much like a, 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 a it's kill. Okay, and what does um, uh, Nicholas do? Um, how like how many people are we talking about here? Uh, you'd guess probably three. Well, no, I'm trying to think of if I want to try to use awe or not, but I don't think I'd be able to get enough successes. The footsteps are coming. Uh, I'll duck into the building with my new fancy gun. You do. Okay. So you're inside the building, and there's, again, fire everywhere. Uh, there's moaning. There's an individual in the corner uh, who has a, uh, a wooden beam that's collapsed on him. Uh, he's trapped, pinned in. There's a drugged-up individual in the corner just shaking back and forth. Uh, oh, no, wait. I, <clears throat> a lot was of the... that cop a vegan? <laughs> oh. I completely no. forgot about that. Fuck. You're spitting up a lot of that blood at the moment. That's how we'll rule that. <laughs> <laughs> your compulsion took you over, but now you're you're inside, uh, coughing up blood right next to your two buddies. <laughs> Shit! Seriously, Nick, can you can you do that somewhere else? It's kind of gross. Yeah, you're you're gonna in the course of this scene be back up to hunger four. Hooray. But anyway, uh, getting back into it. Um, yeah, a lot of the liquor behind the uh, counter is is uh, on fire. And you see, uh, kind of off to your right, there uh, are stairs leading up and stairs leading down. Um, right, I'm gonna get up, take the uh, dead guy's, um, uh, take the dead guy's machine gun off him, and then head to the basement because I imagine that our uh, coterie uh, uh, friend uh, mostly has an exit you know, a, a hidden exit in the basement because it would make sense for getting around during the daytime in an emergency like this. So I think that's the best place to go. Yeah, I would also think okay. be in the basement. Yeah, I'm not going to check upstairs. So, yeah, as you uh, step forward, uh, there is uh, a backdraft of flames that uh, shoots across the ceiling. And I'm going to need you to make a composure check or uh, frenzy uh, in a Roshrek like a uh, scenario. Okay. So what do we do? We just roll straight composure. Just roll your composure. Uh the the current number of composure dots that you have, not your total, but like the the current number. And we don't uh, we don't roll hunger dice on this. Uh that's a good question. I think that's only for ability yeah. checks, but I will check real fast. Bruno has two successes. I have Three. Well, I'll Academic. roll my dice, to, and then Mike can get back to us on whether hunger dice apply because I'm at hunger yeah. four, so all of them are hunger dice. Two tens and two ones. <laughs> okay. Um, so it says, uh, da, 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 as part of every dice pool. Oh fucking hell. <laughs> Well, I had no ones because my dice love me, apparently. So <laughs> I have no one, so I'm fine. Uh, poor Amir. Nicholas is having a very poor Nicholas, bad rather. day. In the middle of Nicholas coughing up all of his blood, he's shocked to see flames just shooting at him, and an animalistic uh, uh, response completely oh, no, 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 takes no. over. I succeeded on the rock check. I just then also now I'm getting a, a 
difficulty two compulsion. Oh, right. Okay. Oh. Oh, oh. My bad. I'm sorry. So your compulsion then, here, let me roll, is... What does difficulty two do? Does that add one to the compulsion? You're, you're the DM. I think I think it should. <laughs> yeah, Here, let me check. It's more fun to double them up. No, it doesn't do that. I've never read anything like no. that. Well, so like, instead, you get like a different. Um, but there was like a, you got more severe compulsions if you had more successes on the hunger. No, I don't believe that's true. I didn't see that. Just if anything comes of a one, you suffer a compulsion. So in this case, I rolled a nine, which means the hunger rises in Nicholas. Uh, You suffer an overwhelming urge to feed during this scene. You must have blood. You must taste it. You must drink it. At least one blood must be consumed. If impossible, feed from yourself, causing one aggravated damage. Good lord. Vegans! Vegans! There there are no vegans in the room. Fucking shit. Uh, there are two <laughs> vampires you can there feed off There are, in fact, of. two vampires. So, I'm mostly, you need to make like, a choice. I'm most probably, you know, filled up with blood, brimming with it, so... I, I might just, like, just let him, like, you know, put my wrist out and just be like, just get a grip of yourself. So, yeah, you can feed... So, you can, you can choose... You can choose, Nicholas can choose to either feed off of Amir and get a blood bond one step, or feed off of himself, causing one ag damage. Uh, Teal, feed off of Amir. This is a very, very bad day. <laughs> I already have two ag damage. I want to point out that we're all friends here. We are a coterie. Okay, so here's how we'll rule this. So, and all of us, And all of us secretly want to fuck that one guy. I don't think it's a secret. <laughs> it's supposed to be. Oh. It's supposed oh, to be. Well. Spoiler alert. So, okay. You guys can feed and um how much how much blood uh does Amir allow uh Nicholas to consume? Um whatever would just a be bit like to calm him down. I think just one like one is enough one to is... stop me from going crazy. Yeah, to stop him getting crazy. Yeah, it's one point. So in that case, uh, we'll just kind of like transfer blood here. So uh, Amir now has hunger one, and um, Nicholas's hunger is down to three, right? That sounds right. Huzzah for me making up rules on the spot. Okay. Sweet. Okay, you're in a burning building as well. (laughs) This is all happening. I think we're downstairs Uh, in a burning building to be be specific here. So the fire is above us. Yeah. True, true, true. Okay. So you get downstairs, um, and it's a rather nondescript. Uh, uh, it's got stone and mortar walls. Uh, it's a rather old building, as I mentioned. Um, is this where they... There's just some... Is this where they keep all the alcohol, I guess? There'll be cases. Yeah, there's alcohol down here, uh, which is highly flammable. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little room that says bike storage, and leading into that room is a trail of blood. Uh, let's think. Um, I can oh. actually use my. I'm. I'm. I've got a big. I've got a machine gun. I'm just gonna kick the door down. Wait! And... Wait! 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 Are you Rambo now? Did you turn <laughs> into Rambo in the last ten minutes? No, you're not gonna kick the door down. There's gonna be thirty guys in there. Wait here. I'll go. I'll go look and see what I can find out. Just wait here. If there's thirty guys in there, I expect you to come and you know shoot these guys. Shoot all thirty of them dead. But in the meantime, I'll go sneak ahead and see what's going on. 
Do we have time to sneak the buildings burning? There's a trial. Fire, of fire burns up. Everybody knows this. We're, be- we're below the fire. We'll probably be fine. Get on with it. <laughs> fire burns structural beams, which then causes the fire to collapse into the basement. I'm, I'm not listening to him, so I'm already moving ahead to sneak. Yeah. See, to sneak and mm. peek into the room. Are you just going to sneak, or are you going to use obfuscate? I'll, I'll use obfuscate. I'll use obfuscate too, because that allows me to move. Yep. So that's another blood rousal. My blood okay. is very aroused. So, <clears throat> uh, right before your eyes... Bruno vanishes, and uh, you can walk uh, without you know triggering anything. But doing any other actions, such as opening a door or anything like that, would be uh, uh, would cause you to need to make a, a stealth roll to keep up your unseen presence. I will definitely um, move to the door and listen at it and see if I can hear anything through it, unless the door is already ajar, in which case I will peek through and see if I can see anything. Uh, it probably is ajar. Well, then I will peek in and see what I can see. Okay, you peek in, and you see the same blood trail continue across the floor, curve around, and then go straight into a shelf with some alcohol Do I see any people in the room? Uh, No, you don't, and you don't hear anything. Okay. In that case, I will um, open the door and move in. All right, you open the door, move in. Uh, There's a few shelves with uh, different items, and again, as I mentioned, the blood trail going right towards uh kind of like a, a shelf bookcase whatever and there's a bunch of bikes in the storage room as well uh just for like the employees or whomever all right do i see you know a specific bottle on this shelf that might have like a bloody handprint on it or something that looks like it's been moved around or like a trigger to open this this obviously fake wall yeah uh, you just look around and there's a lever just well, that's super handy yeah <laughs> it's not the most hidden door yeah i will open the door you open the door now in front of you what you see is andre but his body is shattered bones are broken uh there's wounds with shrapnel uh but have been cauterized by the hot metal and of course his clothing has been completely singed right next to him is the body of uh, an old woman her wrist is slit and uh kind of just lying limp over his mouth and blood spattering all about. Andre, you beautiful fool, what have you done? Is he is he conscious? Is he I don't want to I don't want to say alive because he's a vampire, so is he He is he is quite torpid. Okay. Well, um can I lift him and carry him out? I don't know how big a dude Andre is. No, but you know uh, he's not Floyd. very big. He's very thin. Okay. Nicholas well, yeah. who still has potence going on. Well, good for Nick. Um, I will I will drag Andre out. I will drop Obfuscate and drag Andre out, you know, arms under his, uh, hands under his armpits. And when I get to the hallway, I'm like, help me! He's heavier than he looks. Nick will pick him up in a fireman's carry, and all of a sudden, the speakers in the wall activate and go, And I, I will always love you. For some reason, and no one knows why. Did not realize it was that kind of a club. Yeah. yeah, that was the recommended uh, soundtrack for this scene, actually. <laughs> Thanks for uh, doing your impression, Matt. Uh, no, so uh, in addition to that, uh, in the uh, room that you were just in is a door that says exit. Oh, in the little door? In the little room, rather? Yeah, in the little bike storage room. Oh, okay. There's, uh, the the exit is there also a tag on the door that says plot this way? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a railroaded adventure. <laughs> But we're about to get to the sandbox. So you take Andre, you head out the door, and you are on uh, the other side of the train tracks at this point. Uh, there's far less security, and 
uh, where do you go from here dragging this body? Well, before Harry, we leave, hello. Before we leave that, before we leave the uh, basement, um, knowing that there are armed people after us, and knowing we've got some secret exit out there, is there anything flammable like I can leave that will exp- just explode in front of the doorway? Shoot a support beam with your bolter. <laughs> there's there's alcohol down here, so you could just make little Molotov cocktails or set them on fire. I'll, I'll just find the biggest crate of bottles of vodka and just you know just as we leave that room just like shoot the gun at it and cause it to go up in flames all right perfect so the flames engulf the room and you guys dash out the door just as the explosion occurs i do not look behind me um we mostly just then follow um nicholas as he's carrying uh andre and head down the train tracks to i guess fire escape there is now you guys are kind of uh you're in a a fairly populated street in in berlin there's a there's people out and about you can see up ahead um you know they're all kind of standing outside the bar just kind of looking at the fire and wondering what's going on um we can't walk through the streets with a a dead body which is what andre is at this point as well before we get out out back onto the streets i'm just gonna i'm gonna have to dump the machine gun because that will look really fucking crazy um i'll dump the machine gun clearly um and uh let's think um god is there anything we can do we kind of need could nicholas like convince someone is it possible is it within the remit of nicholas to convince someone to like um let them let us borrow their car Theoretically, one person is easy, is easy enough. Yeah, I think uh, I'll just point to this like, can you a car? We can then uh, put uh, Andre in the in the. Uh, I hate to say, put him in in the trunk of the car, and we can just get the hell out of here. Okay, I'll rouse the blood again in my increasingly terrible day, and roll For what um, social plus persuasion. I mean, I I could have done that without rousing the blood. Point out. No successes, but thank God, no ones. Uh, so what what were you trying to achieve here? Were you just going to step out in front of a car and be like, "Hear me out"? No, activate something like activate that. Activate awe and like find somebody going into their car and be like, "Yo, I'm awesome. Give me your keys." Okay. Well, they shrug you off and drive away. Hmm. Wait. Since I only needed one success, could I succeed with a compromise? You need to have one or more successes, but fail. Okay. To use that uh, that rule. I turn around at a mirror and shrug comically. A laugh crack place. All right. So Bruno is going to try a similar tactic on a different motorist. He will go to somebody who. Uh, has a, a vehicle and he will say you have to help us please my 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 friend was in the building he's badly hurt we need to get him to the hospital um oh uh, let me let me call the let me call the ambulance no 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 quick. no 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 we we can't we can't take the ambulance he has things in his system that they would have to report um i have a doctor friend at the hospital um please we, we just need to use your car just just super quick we 
you, you, you can come with us. That's fine. But we need to get him to the oh. hospital now. Okay, I'll, I'll drive you to the hospital. Fantastic. Thank you. Okay, you hop in the car. Guys? Yeah. Okay. I'm assuming we're not. We're now not putting Andre in the trunk. No, Andre will go <laughs> between us in the back seat. I'll go in the back seat because we've got to rely on Nicholas in the front seat to uh, to mind control this bastard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you uh, you hop in the car. <laughs> you hop in. I, I so, noticed you said you so... need to rely on me to do something when that is, you know, kind of been a problem as of late. So here's what I have faith in your abilities. Here's what happens. Uh, Bruno and this individual middle-aged man hop in the car. Uh, and of course, Bruno like motions for you guys to, to get in. Um, you're all in the car. He says like, he looks in the rear view mirror and sees three people in back with bloody faces <laughs> because all three of you had been feeding. Uh, well, uh, not Bruno, but, uh, but Andre had, uh, had been fed blood. And he, his jaw just drops, and he's just staring into that rearview mirror. Um, I'll try it again. I'll try awe again. <laughs> oh, Lord. Got faith in your ability. Two successes and a compulsion. Okay. Pay off that compulsion. So he's paying attention to you and whatever you want to say, but let's resolve that compulsion before you say anything. I'll spend a composure so it doesn't happen. You, I got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, it was one. It's only. It's one. It's only a single roll of one. Is that not the whispers? Um, no. It's two for compulsion, isn't it? Is it? Have I been playing that wrong? Then we shouldn't. Then you shouldn't have gotten a compulsion either, because if we only had one hunger, there's no way we could get anything other than whispers. Da, 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 da. If if only one of your hunger dice came up as one, the storyteller either chooses Blood Whisper or some other unsettling emotional effect that distracts you for one minute. Oh, Oh, that's boring. If it's two or more hunger dice that come up as one, then it's a compulsion table. Which which page was that on? uh, Page 22. Well, then, yeah, none of... Then you shouldn't have frenzied and... I should it's have fine. half the shit that happened to me. Let's not worry about it. Okay, so... Going forward. You feel awkward, and you remember a bit of the life of the person you just consumed. But I didn't, because I threw it all up. You got some, oh, you right. got some stuck in your teeth. You consumed a little bit of Amir. Mm. You remember something from his past life in Paris. It was a happy day from when he was still alive. I was flying a kite. <laughs> He's flying a kite in the sunshine. You remember sunshine? That's like, that's like, I'm like, okay. First of all, you drive us to this address. Second of all, Amir, your sister was hot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and he's like, you guys have been through something rough, and he drives you, I guess, to this address. Whatever address would be useful. Again, my character's backstory is tons of holes. All are you bringing, how are you bringing us to yeah. to your? Haven? No, take we we drive towards the guy's address, this man's address, and then but, we know, tell him to no, get out of the car. Yeah, to go take him, open, take him to, take, the yeah, have him take him take us to his house. Okay, he starts driving towards his house. Uh, he's not driving very safely because he keeps being so enamored and awed by uh, Nicholas in the back seat that he keeps looking at the rearview mirror, and and Bruno has to. No, no, Nicholas was in the front she, seat with him. Oh, okay. 
He keeps looking over to the side and has to swerve to avoid Nicholas, know, crashing Nicholas into Nicholas reaches over, grabs his head, and turns him towards the road. He loves it when you touch him like that. I and you arrive care. at... Uh, you're on the outskirts of the city, and uh, he is a. Uh, there's a small apartment uh, that he lives in. Actually, thinking about it, do we not need to, given Andre's uh, situation, we're going to have to feed him. We're going to have to feed him blood somehow. I think we have a willing victim here on our hands. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, technically. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll we'll go into this guy's apartment. So. Uh... You're, I guess he just lets you into his apartment. You seem like nice fellows. We need to help this guy out. And uh, you go upstairs, and it's a, uh, a fairly cramped small apartment. He has uh, a number of books on a wide range of... Uh, uh, he's a uh, history buff, so there's a lot of history books there. Um, he has a small cramped kitchen and some large uh, uh, gothic windows uh, that learning you would assume in the day, quite a bit of light into the room. Um, he has a small little uh, bedroom off to the side with smaller windows. Quick question. Does he smell like a vegan? There is a 1 in 200 chance that he's a vegan, and he is not a vegan. Fine, Andre can have him. <laughs> now, you know we have places that we normally hunt, right? We can we can say thank you for this to this guy for getting us out of there. And go to one of our, our regular hunting grounds, right? What's your Bruno? character's name? Bruno. Bruno? Uh, <clears throat> the uh, individual conveniently goes into the restroom so that you guys can discuss things. Oh, no. Without breaking the masquerade. I, I have awe on. This guy is dying. I'm just explaining to Bruno that I've had a very bad day and this person is not living the night. Yeah, and Amir is, uh, looks kind of fretful about the state that Andre's in. Um, yeah. Also, you know, Andre, we are all compelled to help Andre at all costs. I'm going to when the guy comes out. I'm gonna you're gonna you're gonna tell him and be relaxed. And well, I'm I can't. Feed on I can't. Him I can't and... give him self-destructive orders. You can't give him orders. He just listens to you and agrees with your opinions and is kind of like going with the flow. But this is not dominate. Sadly, we don't have Dominate in the party. He has free thought at the so, moment. So, yeah, and, and then I'm just going to start feeding on him. And, uh, so, what you need to do is convince him to be a nihilist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think, is that uh, fair enough? I just pat him on the shoulders, like, hey, buddy, existence is suffering, and then shove him at a mirror. A mirror is a total piece of shit. Um, yeah, we'll. He's going to feed on him, and then once the guy passes out, he's not going to drain him completely, but he's going to take him to pretty close. Um, we're going to and... let Andre drain him completely, right? I mean... No, Amir is going to be drinking from... Uh, Andre's going to be drinking from Amir, I think, is Amir's plan here. And then, yeah, because uh, hmm. uh, Andre's like a is like a, a provision, so I don't know how old he is, but it's mostly better that he drinks straight up Vitae. Um, and also, it means I can feed um, feed Nicholas some of my blood. I'm already one step bound 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 towards you, pal. No thanks. <laughs> Shit. We're gonna we're we're gonna be stopping by the natural grocer later. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so so I, I feed I feed on um, I feed on uh, this guy, Jim, and then and then once he's passed out. 
uh, I will then uh, slit my wrist and start uh, dripping my uh, vitae into the uh, the the withdrawn uh, rictus mouth of uh, Andre and hopefully mm. rouses him from torpor. So a couple of things happened here. First off, as you feed off of this individual and notice his sad, depressing life, um, you feel as though... What, what disciplines do you have? I've got all specs and celerity. You feel as though you can get much more insight in the souls of others. So uh, you will get one free rouse of aspects uh, next time you use it. Oh, hey, really? is this a different scene? Should we check for blood rousal? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we probably should have done that. Speaking of. So yeah. that's like so if you wanted... two dice, isn't it? Well, How your... many times have I roused yeah. since I... Oh, of like three goddamn times. I'm fucked. So we rolled, get... we rolled dice equal to our blood roused. Check, and I right? get one success. So I guess that means I don't change in hunger. I am back at hunger four. And I get two successes okay. on my two dice, so my hunger doesn't increase. No, it does not increase. It's failing to increase your hunger. Man, things are coming up, Bruno. Today they are. Bruno is is living large, just, or something just like that. Shoot him once with the bolter. It's like there. <laughs> now your day is as bad as ours. <laughs> okay, so what we need is um, some sticks and some strings. We're going to weekend at Bernie's. This guy. We're going to go to the club. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, Amir uh, kind of drops the limp body of the individual uh, on the floor and then begins to drip or pour his blood into Andre. Now, Andre is in very, very bad shape. And you see that some of the singes begin to heal as uh, your, your blood enters. But despite the volume that you, you pour into him, um, it will take a very, very long time for him to heal and rise from torpor, it seems. What's the chance that he'll wake up once he's once he's? I guess he'll. It's going to take a bit of time for him to heal. He'll mostly wake up, and then with this guy also unconscious, the first thing he'll mostly uh, feed on is this guy. I'm in the room together. And based off of your knowledge of your condition, the sort of damage that he sustained, his body was completely shattered and burned and seared with some of the uh, the the worst injuries that a vampire could sustain. It could take him weeks to fully recover. Okay. Well, I guess we need to take him somewhere safe. So, who's Haven? How about, like, we call the Haven and tell them to come pick up this primogen that we just saved? Because none of us have, as far as I'm aware, have a Haven in a funeral home? Well, no, I mean, like, the Camarilla headquarters or whatever. I don't play vampire. Elysium. So yeah, I'm assuming that Elysium was probably destroyed when they killed the prince and the sheriff. Um, That's my assumption. Elysium is... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, would we know where Elysium is or what state it's in? Uh, you know where it is. Um, it would be... It's not necessarily like open as Elysium at the moment. You know, it's it's not every night that uh, the the kindred gather, uh, kindred of the Camarilla. You do know where the Anarchs tend to gather. Uh, it's a uh, a bar and club uh, on the uh, other side of town. But we're going to avoid that side of town. Yeah, we're we, yeah. we no, we're not going to go to the Anarchs. It might behoove you to try to 
just throwing out some ideas here. Maybe try to get into contact with someone from the Camarilla or any of your, your contacts, associates, allies, that sort of thing. Well, like that's what um, I was saying we should do. I just, yeah, do we have do I, we have I should... Oh, no, he, he's mostly not even present in this city. Right? Uh, I supposedly have a lot of, quote-unquote, pull among kindred because of my recent associations with the elite. So who do you think uh, that, that Nicholas would get in contact with? The prince is dead. The sheriff's dead. At least one primogen died the night before, and now the Malkavian primogen is right here with you, and he's in torpor. Um, who in the city do you think you'd have contact with? Uh, uh, perhaps, actually, uh, Nicholas, you could call up your sire, Amelina. Yes, let's bring the rapist into the game, sure. I'm just going with what's canonical here. I know, like, that's what I'm saying, is that that's basically, like, considering that the game is, like... like We're just going to call her on the phone, right? We're not going to, like, you know, hang out with her or anything. Uh, it depends on where you guys want to take this game. That's a good point. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, the options given to me in my character backstory are call the woman I hate or do nothing, so... Uh, we can always call my sire, then. Uh, Antoinette Kelman. I could call my sire. <laughs> hey, Amir, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that didn't help. Yeah, <laughs> we'll call. We'll call. Uh, we'll call uh, Amir sire. Um, we um, we get on the telephone and um, find out where she is currently. So you uh, call your typical number for your sire, who uh, does not live in Berlin but lives in Frankfurt, and you call the the usual number. And uh, a secretary of some sort picks up. Hello, Fusion Art Galleries. Um, is Antoinette there? Uh, I need to speak to uh, to Frau Kelman. Let me see. Let me see. I'm not familiar with that name. <sighs> no, there's no Frau Kelman that uh, works here. Perhaps you're looking for contemporary art across the street. Hmm. I put the phone down. Uh, okay. Well, we're shit out of luck there. Let's just get back on the plot rails and call Amelia. I I think maybe we should just go, like, hide out, wait for all this to blow over, and, you know, check back in a couple nights, see if, uh, you know, Elysium is still up and running. And if not, then we can, I don't know, go to Frankfurt or something in a few days. And what are we going to do with Andre in the meantime? Um, He can stay at my haven. He's not taking up much space. He's not going to do anything, right? How are we going to get him to your haven? I mean, duffel bag. You guys did just steal a car. We, we yeah, we have a we have a, a car that has no owner. So, so the option is no, it yeah, has we can an owner. The owner's um, uh, Amir didn't kill him yet. Oh, good. Hmm. I think we're we're severely overthinking the problem that we have here. We yeah. we take him to. One of our... If you don't want to be mine, that's fine. I'm not married to the idea of him being... I don't know where my haven is. Again, my backstory doesn't really exist. You have a haven. Everybody has a haven. We we all sleep somewhere. Yeah, everyone has a haven. I know. Actually, let me see. Um, Does it say anything about where people's havens are in the adventure? Mine is very clearly at, you know, a storage room of some club that's, you know, only open at night anyway, so they don't use it during the day. So, you know... I know where a haven is. Oh yeah, we all know where I, at least one is. No, Absolutely. I know where I know where a haven is that no one will be looking for us in. 
Do you? Yes, I know of a haven that we can go to that will hopefully be safe. Right. And there will be an angry person um, there, but we will have to explain it to her what's going on. Wait, who's this yeah. person? Someone who's probably oh, mad you... at me, but, you know, we've yeah, got a private uh, thing in our backseat. Hannah is a... Yeah, Hannah's a, uh, a low-level anarch um, that uh, Nicholas is indicating you that he had run-ins with in the past. I'm not sure. Yeah, let's want... do that. Wait, wait, wait. We want to go to the anarchs now? And anarchs. Um... It's a place that no one will be looking for any of us in. Yeah, because we would be stupid to be there. <laughs> That's, it's a no. It's apparently a known anarch place. Okay, first of all, I didn't know it was a known anarch place. I just know it's a person named Hannah oh. in my backstory. So maybe we the should. The other option is we can call in on another. Another it is another anarch, but he, um, Hannah, or there's I know of a anarch who I made a, a a servant to me for almost a year. Um, due to some infraction. So do you want to flip a coin? All right, I guess we're going to the Anarchs. Okay, we're going to Hannah's place. Okay, so you drive towards the other side of town. Uh, you go towards a uh, a small uh, redstone building. As Nicholas recalls, uh, Hannah's haven was uh, in the basement. Uh, there is a, uh, a false floor that led down to another small level and uh, kind of a little hiding cell for her. Is there going to be room for four grown people in this basement? Yeah, probably. Okay. Well. We get out of the car and gently carry Andre downstairs. Uh, you do. Uh, you carry Andre down, open up the false floor, and Nicholas, uh, where you left Hannah's body, you find just a pile of ash and a stake. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's not remember very how I said that, Remember how I said that, you know, there's only going to be one angry person here? That is no longer the case. Well, then we stay here. This is a great place to stash uh, Andre then, right? I mean, who else is going to come here? Did, you, clearly... did you notice that this is apparently a known uh, vampire, a known kindred hangout? And um, they I was the, the one who that was staked here? her. Oh. That... I'm not sure why she's currently a pile of ash, but this is definitely safer than any place else I think to think of right now. Does it look like there's been a, a window installed recently that I can see? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> I, okay. Nope, it is very light tight. Well, I guess we can hold up here for a couple, no sign, of, couple nights, but uh, we're no going to get hungry down here. There's no sign that they, um, they uh, kind of like set fire to her yeah are there scorch marks on the floor or anything uh you can roll Hold who her. has the free use roll. of auspects oh me i'm gonna use all investigation good idea and, and then investigate and and sniff the air and taste the dirt i'm gonna go full ray mears on it and uh <laughs> cue the sherlock holmes music yeah okay so, Amir gets gets down and dirty with his ash and takes a look. Um, based on your uh, your insight, you s- can tell that the ash has been here for a couple of months. 
Uh, but the blood on the stake has congealed, and it's about a year old. Uh, looking even closer towards one end of the pile of ash, it seems as though there is a chip in the uh, concrete floor. A long, thin chip. So what, did sunlight get through this very small slither? Uh, no, this is in the floor. Oh, in the floor, a chip. Yep. So they decapitated her. That would definitely, you know, result in that final death sense. like this. But Yeah. Well, then, I think this is a safe place to be because they've killed whoever they were expecting to find here. Why would they come back to somewhere where they've cleared it already out of uh, of some fucking anarch? So let's just stay here. Okay. The only person who would know that I'd be here would be the sheriff. Well, no longer and a he's problem. Dead. <laughs> so yes. So we're safe for now. All right then. So we stay here and do what? We wait to hear that the jackboots who went into that building are hunting after pyres, or what? Do we have to check the news to find out where the next place that gets ram raided by some exploding van, or what? I think we stay here for a couple of days, recuperate, you know, heal up, and go to and Elysium. Try and get Andre back on his feet. Yeah. Okay, we do that. I mean, that's all we can really do. And I think that's a good time to uh, have the sun start to rise and you guys go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So the next day, um, so you, you all you all cuddle up first off they, uh, for the day in a pile of ash with Andre. And it's really cozy down here in this cold cellar. But to wake up the next day, you need to rouse the blood. Yep. Okay. So that means we good. rouse it once. It's correct correct okay and what i think i want to do just for a second is uh uh nicholas is very very hungry you're almost ravenous with hunger at this point i think you have four dots in it right now yeah i, I need to go feed so we should just kind of do a um, quick vignette of nicholas trying to feed I think we should, actually, we should maybe all go feed since i'm, we're... I'm, I'm gonna suggest that amir and uh and bruno maybe at least feed well, no, you don't want to feed on us, do you, Nicholas? You're, uh, it's just I don't want you frenzing as you're basically murdering people in Whole Foods. <laughs> just saying. No, uh, no, be... uh, no I, I think I want that. I want this game to be as crazy as fucking possible. <laughs> to be honest, this is the one thing. I, I think actually you would find, uh, you can find vegans and gluten-free people in East Berlin quite easily if you head that area because it is the hipster area of Berlin. And uh, like, Germans I, generally have uh, quite healthy stores everywhere. So just... that, I'm assuming that Nicholas has a feeding area. Again, I just have no fucking clue where it is. Yeah, well, I mean, we can just... Where do you think you would go and feed off of a vegan or try to find one? As a person who eats meat lovers' pizzas like they're going out of style, I have no idea. So we're going to we're, maybe we're going a to Trader vegan Jews. restaurant? No, that's the thing. That's something yeah, like, or... like a Whole Foods or a vegan restaurant or something. Sure. Okay, cool. So uh, you head out. Let's say that there's a vegan restaurant just a couple blocks down. It's early evening. The sun has just set, but there's still people uh, outside uh, having dinner. Uh, It's kind of a cafe setting. So there's a few tables outside. There's some seating inside. Uh, It's got some soft red lighting. What do you do? (laughs) Uh, I will probably um, find someone eating by themselves and trying... Do they have all... patio seating? He, d- he did say there were some seated outside. Well then. Yeah. 
I'm going to try and awe someone into an alleyway. Okay. Um, there's a uh, there's an old woman sitting by herself eating a uh, a gluten free soup. Exquisite. I am at hunger four. Let's see how many of these four awe dice come up as ones. Seven. <gasps> None of them. And I got two successes. So you approach, and how are you trying to awe her? What's the message you're trying to get across? Uh, I don't know. I don't... Message is that you were super into grandmas. Hey, Granny, GTF. <laughs> Alleyway, now. Uh... <laughs> so let me guess. The... Oh, my. Oh, my. That's... It's very forward of you. Yeah, I know, but you're into it anyway. I know. Come on, let's I go. Know. <laughs> I, I, what would what would everyone else think? I think they'd be okay with it. But you're so muscular. <laughs> you have no idea. And I guess she follows you into the alleyway. Yep. And I feed from her, and I'm down back to hunger one. Hooray! All right, great. Does so it that happens. He mostly does. I will go find the nearest uh, bar. I will use my... I would mostly sit in the bar using all specs, you know, glaze over, scanning the crowd until I find the one person that is in some respects lustful. So I'm looking for the deep red hue around the aura. I basically chat them up until I you know, find I've got game and... Uh, engage in the same sort of uh necking in some uh secluded part of uh of the bar that's a viable way of feeding okay yep sounds good oh you should probably roll your one uh blood roused yeah die here we go just to resolve that it succeeds cool oh uh, actually and... mike i forgot yep. okay so i rolled my blood roused die because i'm feeding and i went to hunger five so I have to roll for frenzy. You do, yep. <laughs> so let's see what happens. Let's cut back. You, you're you felt pretty good, but the hunk is just taking over. So what do I do to roll for frenzy? We roll your composure dice. Do I get composure back for sleeping? How do you get composure back? Uh, there is some way to get composure back in here, but I don't remember what it is. Just to be completely honest. It was something about like role playing well, uh, with like frenzies all and compulsions. Three of my I think. composure dice succeeded. I honestly thought you were going to say you they resist were all frenzy. One. I thought for sure. <laughs> you resist frenzy. Good. What do I get from the guilt blood? Uh, from an old woman, you get a free roll of necromancy sometime. <laughs> sure. Awesome. I don't know. You're not going to get potence or presence from this person, so it's probably something not relevant. Probably not composure since you will go into a dark alley with a strange man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, terrible. Alright, so what is, uh, what's Bruno doing? How's he feeding? Uh, Bruno will be going to um, one of his hip and trendy clubs that he he, he is a uh, normal person at. Um, he will uh, sit at the bar. He will watch the people dance. He will find someone who uh, is very attractive, and he will ask them to dance. And then he will ask them if they would like to join him in uh, the shadowy alley behind the, the club. And when they say yes, he will uh, feed. Because, of course, they will say yes. Of course. 
So you can feed, roll your rouse dice, and take as much blood as you desire. Um, I will take exactly as much blood as necessary to sate my hunger, which was at a one. So, and my uh, rouse die came up as a six. So, okay, good to go. So you have no rouse. You have hunger one, and you're just feeling good. Bruno's just coming up. Everything's just coming up, Bruno. It's been a great couple of days for Bruno. So Bruno leaves uh, his uh, the individual right there and starts to head out of the alley. And as he does so, uh, there is a a thin young man right in front of him. His hands are shaking, and he's just holding a piece of paper. Can I can I help and you? He extends the paper to you. Hands still shaking. Okay. These weak palms are sweaty. There's vomit on his sweater together already. I'll take the paper, and does it? I assume it has something written on it. It does. Uh, it says, "You're compromised. You have a leak." Stay off phones. Havens will be raided by police midday. Avoid Kreuzberg and Friedrichshain. W is dust. London is gone. Paris and Brussels closed. Prague is safe. A has connect. Well, that's convenient. Um, I will thank the uh, skinny little tweaker and move on. He scampers off. Good job. Well, that's convenient. So, A has connect, but I know two A's. No one. They didn't sign this. I'm sure. Uh, it is not signed, but it is handwritten. Do I recognize the handwriting? You do oh, not. Of course not. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I will return to my um my coterie. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll meet up at like what the back at the Haven or back at some assigned I don't know cafe. There- Let's go with the cafe. We'll change a scene. Is there anything here. else on the um, on the paper? Like it's not written on like some hotel, uh, whatever. Uh, it's kind of a an aged parchment. It feels very nice to the touch, um, but there's no other distinguishing features. Hmm. Okay. So you meet up at a cafe that you'd uh, pre-planned to uh, to gather at. Uh, it's open late, luckily, and. Um, it's it's very quiet at the moment. Not too many people are in here, uh, but you still have to speak in hushed whispers in your little corner table. So, uh, Nicholas, are you now finally uh, full up? Well, I still have two aggravated damage. Is that what you say to me? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, I'm better. I'm not great. Yeah. yeah sure. Able to. Uh to find something to uh, nibble on. Um, how about you, uh, Bruno? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Um, so, speaking of, um, do you know anybody in Prague? No. You don't know anybody in Prague? Um, maybe a, perhaps a, 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 you know, a friend of the family or perhaps a, um, it's not a good way to go. Um, See, I, I, I'm asking because um, I was approached on the street outside uh, one of my normal hangouts, and I was given this note. And I'll show Amir the note, and it says that A has a uh, connection in Prague, and well, you're A, so or yeah, um, Amir instantly recognizes that this is Antoinette's handwriting. Right. Well, that would explain why she's not in Frankfurt. 
if she was able to get out, if she's left already. Um, she? Now, given the company she used to work for, um, would Mike, would it make sense that, um, that Amir would know, um, I don't know, potentially a, a phone number or a company that she uses as a as an, I guess, what was it, an art art gallery? So she's got some sort of thing like that in Prague? Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you probably have a couple of different phone numbers. You don't talk to her or contact her very often, but uh, there are a few emergency ways to uh, yeah to get in contact. So I will, uh, having read the, the letter, so the letter says like not to trust email or social media or anything else, right? Stay off the phones. Stay off the phones. Oh, right. Yeah, that's, that's uh, fun and games. Um, then I guess we drive to Prague. Um, mm. I mean, we are in Berlin, and Berlin, Berlin to Prague is like what if you if you drove night, it's doable, but it's summer, so we don't have many hours. Uh, you could probably make it. Uh, you guys only spent like ninety minutes feeding before you met up again, uh, so it would not be too difficult for you guys to grab your car and head to Prague. So we get it, Andres, into the trunk, and off we go to Prague. It's a weekend. Uh, uh, weekend actually with Andre. Yes, I said weekend. Weekend at Andres into the trunk, and off we go. All right, just to kind of speed things up because we're running out of time. So you guys start to head back to uh, the Haven and uh, where your car is parked. And uh, could I get someone uh, to give me an? Alertness plus mental check. Sure, I can do that. Uh, um, that is four successes. Okay, so Bruno definitely notices uh, that you guys are walking along. There are a number of individuals walking maybe half a block behind you, but they seem to be making every turn and following you on your path back. Three successes. Okay. Uh, well, I will. I will point out that we have a tail. Ah, uh, shit. Um, well, we either run worth, or we confront them. Is it worth around the next corner splitting up? Cause, because, uh, and then reconvening at a uh, place of our choosing? Cause, because, um, uh, let's think. Bruno, because you can disappear. Oh, yeah, if I'll you, be fine. <laughs> if you did that and then went and picked up the car and... Andre, and then we can, uh, and then you can come pick us up, and then we can drive off before these guys ever ever catch us. And there'll be less of them following us because they'll try to have followed you and fail. Sure, I can do that. That's a good plan. Are we okay with that, Nicholas? Sure. I mean, the only thing I could do is make myself more obvious and get their attention, so that's not going to help us. Yeah, exactly. Same here. So, um, I think we uh, we we basically just need to kind of like you know do a walk around the block a few times here and just try and lose them and then um, and then we'll pick a, a, a park nearby um, and and uh, Bruno you can come pick us up there in the car and then we can uh, get the hell out of here. Yeah, no problem. Okay, so. You guys try to lose them, but they seem to be pretty tight in your tail, paying attention. So you round a corner, 
and can I assume that Bruno uses obfuscate? You, the uh, two others run away in separate directions. Is that right? That was the plan. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you do that. You're able to easily run away uh, once you've kind of like broken line of sight. Um, as the uh, tail rounds the corner, Bruno is still nearby, and they stop, look around, growl and sniff, uh, but then. They simply just say, Cammy motherfuckers, and walk away. Would oh, I have really? heard that? Because actually, that's a good reason. I could have I could have brought up, I would have roused all specs, actually. Fair enough. Yeah. To know where they, they are for heightened. So if I heard that, then fine. Yeah, okay. certainly. So you guys hear, they're, they're obviously. And I, I want it up ready if the, to keep us from being surprised by other, um, anyone else, if there's an ambush. Um, and then we just wait for um, Bruno to, to arrive with the car and uh, Bernie, I mean Andre. And yep, uh, Bruno pulls up with the car, no problems. And uh, I guess we're driving to Prague. <laughs> yep. So you get in the car and uh, you take one of the uh, the larger freeways uh, to get out of the city. And up ahead, you see that there's a number of. Um, what color are the uh, the police sirens in Germany? They'll be blue. Are they blue? Just yeah. Uh, so you see a series of blue sirens spinning up ahead. Um. Okay. As you get a little bit closer, it seems as though there's a lot of cars. You see a lot of brake lights, and it seems like there's a checkpoint to get out of the city. What the? F- Why the fuck would there be checkpoint? Like this is a bit Gestapo shit going on. Can we turn on the radio to hear what? Um, what's on the news for why you then? do and the radio cuts in and just as an announcement to the recent terrorist attacks last night all travel out of the city of berlin is subject to security and inspections please uh cooperate with any security individuals you encounter etc etc well uh, that's not good uh, um hmm. fuck do we do vandre either we dump him that isn't really an option, is it? We right. could say this is an emergency. Yeah. I've got an ID I can use. Um, if we, because um, I'm actually also, uh, I, I show them my other cover identity that I've got some ID for, because I, I can actually, um, I actually pose as a Turkish surgeon. So we could say this is an emergency, but I wonder how well the police are going to be with some Turkish guy rushing off in some direction. With a corpse in the trunk, remember? Yeah, right. They're It's a blockade. They're searching cars. So... And I don't have Dominate. All I can do is maybe scare the shit out of one of them. If, Bruno, if you did your obfuscate again and got out of the car, and went past the the um, the uh, the checkpoint, and then created some sort of diversion for the police. I could use awe on them and make them think that I'm important, too important to search, maybe. But how many of them are there? Oh, uh, you can't see at this point. I mean, there's but gonna, yeah, there's, there's, probably a there's bunch. several like, flashing lights. I thought he said so. I could do two or three, maybe, but. I guess if we if I show them the ID, which is a valid ID, as it can be, and you do your or, then maybe that's enough to get past them. 
for say it's an emergency and we need to get to the get to uh, 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 need to get to a um, a patient. Hi. Let's do that, and if it fucks up, it fucks up. Okay. Uh, so eventually, fifteen minutes later, you finally pull up to the checkpoint. There is a canine uh, unit and a few people. Uh, one of them, uh, a cop, walks up and uses a flashlight to tap on the uh, the glass of your uh, the driver's side, where I guess Bruno is uh, driving. Roll, roll down the uh, window. Evening, officer. Uh, why are you leaving the city, and where are you going? Um, we are headed to Prague. I have to get uh, the good doctor here to uh, a hospital in Prague. Good. Uh, are you bringing any anything into or out of the city at this point? Um, just the three of us and the clothes on our backs and uh, the doctor's uh, surgical supplies, you know, medical equipment. Okay. Uh, I, well, no, the, the medical... uh, would you mind if you... We don't have any medical. He wouldn't say medical equipment. There's nothing else on us. Medical waste to the trunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you mind uh, popping the trunk so we can just uh, take a look? Um, can I ask what this is all about? Did we? Did we? Did we it's just a wrong? routine inspection. After uh, there are a, uh, as you've probably heard on the news, we believe there may be other cells here in the city at this point uh, trying to escape, and we are uh, attempting to track down any of the t- would-be terrorists. Do we look like terrorists to you? Are you are you are you profiling us? I think he doesn't say anything, <laughs> but he does glance at Amir. Yeah, he's totally profiling me. Look, officer, I, I assure you that we're just trying to get to uh, get get uh, our doctor friend here to uh, to uh, Prague before you know time runs out for his for his patient. Um, every minute we waste here. Can I see any identification or passports? Sure. I show my ID for uh, as my my being a, a surgeon. He steps away, and let's see how good this ID was. Oh shit! Can we do awe as he looks at it? I just um, got three successes on my awe check. As he looks at it, so that's going to fuck up his ability to pay attention. Surely, I hope. Like, <laughs> Officer, I assure well, you, how are you, everything is in order. We have nothing to do with this. We just really need to get out of town. We don't want to be in the middle of all of this. This is too difficult right now. About uh, about contacting the uh, member of uh, the member of the um, parliament. Hmm. Um. Uh, did the did the dog sniff anything? Nope. All right. Move along. Move along. And he hands back your IDs. We will definitely move along. I hope once we get to the edge of the city, we get to the autobahn and we. Freaking nail that pedal to the to the floor, <laughs> and I think that's what you guys do. Yay! And then it all just fades to black. Yay. So that is uh, the best way this thing could have turned out. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, other options in here are pretty brutal, but uh, you guys played it pretty well and made some good decisions, uh, especially not going back to your own havens. That was uh, that was crucial. So yeah, good work. You guys survived. Yay! <laughs> so the the answer to all of this is just don't do the obvious and and right uh, a little bit. But I mean, like not having to deal with the anarchs is pretty big, and uh, not having to deal with any of the further security forces. So great work, team. 
Good job, Team Run and Hide. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just real quick uh, before we uh, sign off here, how'd you guys feel about the uh, the mechanics overall? Um, you know, we had a little kerfuffle with the uh, with the compulsions, yeah. which was my mistake. I apologize. So it should have been a lot more of the blood whispers that were occurring instead of the more uh, intricate compulsions. Blood whispers being you just kind of like get distracted in combat. You just kind of stand there and lose your turn, that sort of thing. Well, that would have made things very different. Yeah. But... I think it actually would have made things less interesting. The blood whispers, again, it kind of just well, is no, a, no, it's like, almost like a you, laying tactic. You activate your discipline that you're using in combat. And it's like, oh, nope, you actually don't do anything this turn in combat with people who have fucking bolters is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> a little bit. So I'm pretty happy that like we had some of the frenzies coming up and, and that sort of thing. Um, I think that would be one of my pieces of feedback is that Blood Whispers are kind of boring and the uh, some of the compulsions could be reworked I a little get, bit. I get the purpose of Blood Whispers, but if you're in a combat situation, it's probably, yeah, it's probably going to be a very boring uh, solution. Cool. What do you guys think of having only three attributes? I mean, it makes um, it a lot easier, but easier isn't necessarily better. It, it's it, it's fairly fast, but I don't I don't see I don't see in some respects I don't see what we've gained or lost. I mean, the only thing that's quite obvious that we've lost is, is the stat that no fucker ever bothers with, which is appearance. Right, and and the fact yeah, that you definitely. can't really like. There's absolutely no difference between like the mental statistics and the social statistics. Like you, like if you have high social, then you are pretty well spoken and convin- and convincing. If you have mm. high mental, you are smart, perceptive, and quick thinking. Like there, there's no real room for granularity anymore. And there's also the fact that. Firearms is a purely mental action now. Yeah, that's which, an odd choice. But yeah, which, which I, like, I, get, I get that they wanted to break up all of the combat off of though. physical, but having firearms be the one that they put under mental is is very strange. Well, no, like that's that's the thing. I think that's a side effect of the fact that we only have three stats now. Is that yeah. they couldn't make physical the one single go- combat stat, so they moved firearms over to mental. Yeah. Um. I like, I mean, the three stats we know works fine for quick and easy characters when you need to do that. Absolutely. And, I, and that works fine. I think, Mike, that mostly sped the shit up for you a lot. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I hardly had to reference anything with the uh, the NPCs and the, like, SWAT guys that you're fighting. And that fighting. clearly comes from Chronicles of Darkness, where you just go into finesse and resistance, essentially, um, in that kind of style. Um, could they re? But then that's the thing. Like you, know, yeah. I don't. There needs to be a bit more to those three stats as they are. Right, and like, like my character was kind of badly design- optimized. I guess I think would be what I was saying. It's like, it, like, I don't think any of them were optimal. I have like awesome X, but no awareness. So, yeah, like, like I've got <laughs> no intimidation. And a single dot in persuasion, hmm. and it's well, yeah, like, I'm the social character. Yeah, I'm the social character, but I can't do any of these things. And I also had, and I've got several dots in athletics, sprawl, dodge, larceny, and stealth. 
but only two dots in physical because apparently I'm supposed to be like, I guess that's, these are designed to force you to force me to use potence and rouse a bunch. Yeah, I can see that happening. Because my guy had like, you know, tons of athletics, brawl, tons in physique, uh, physique, and also firearms. This Torridor is like totally, you know, tilted towards combat. Which showed. Hmm. I've got like tons of mental stats, tons of academics, four dots and alertness. And it's like, okay, that's great, but I can't use any of these. Like, I have three dots in investigation, which I guess makes sense as, as an investigative journalist, but that's supposed to be my cover, not, like, I'm actually a vampire and I've got potents and all this other bullshit that I can't use. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of suboptimal, but we, we can kind of leave that aside as just, you know, some design that should uh, be better for the, the further play tests. Uh, one thing I want to kind of talk about a little bit is it didn't come up in, didn't come up much in our game. But uh, the hunger dice, I mean, they, they were interesting. They're kind of fun to use. I think it was a, a cool mechanic, and it's very, it's innovative and definitely something that they should pursue. But in our kind of white room analysis that we've been doing in our own free time and our, our little uh, G chat, um, we kind of noticed that there was some interesting problems that can come up with it. Uh, specifically, you uh, with your hunger dice, you replace one for one dice in your your skill check your sk- or uh, your attribute plus ability check. That means that, let's say you have hunger five, you, so that means you should have like five hunger dice, but the roll you're doing only has three dice. Mm-hmm. That means you only replace three dice, you can only roll three dice, so you only have three hunger effectively for that roll. And I kind of, um, it's, it's, it, you're less hungry because you're less skilled. And the same thing can happen with the, uh, the critical damage, the critical hits that can occur in this system, which uh, we didn't have any occur in our game. Matt got kind of close, but... It uh, luckily didn't happen to him. I would, and with those, you subtract. What's up? I was going to say with the hunger dice, with the dice pool thing there, because it's a bit weird. Yeah. Most probably, the best thing to do is you choose. You take three. You so your dice pool is three. Your hunger is five. You still roll three dice for the pool, and see if you if you get um, any. See if you succeed. See if you get any ones, and the the remaining hunger dice that you have you get one. So they don't count as successes. But you just got to see whether you get ones. So you could still completely succeed, but still. But does that require a third color of die? You'll need one for the, the really active so hunger, wrong. one for the yeah, regular, yeah. and one for the inactive hunger. The one, the one thing I noticed about this game is that it seems designed to create failure spirals. That might have just been you, though. <laughs> well, no. Yeah. I mean, like, 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 no, it you know, certainly is. But no, that's definitely right. Aside, yeah, it, it obviously is. But that's like, I think the purpose of the as, game. As you get more hungry, you need to spe- you need to rouse more to offset the the compulsions you're getting. But then you also and then you're spending willpower to off to reroll dice. But since willpower and composure are rolled off of the pool rather than the stat, eventually you're going to like not have those as defenses anymore. So you're going to have to spend more blood, which means you're going to be hungry, which means it's well, like... Well, yeah, composure, uh, it came up. You were asking how composure gets uh, regenerated. That's if you act in accordance, you roleplay in accordance to the compulsion that you were given. Kind of like conditions. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. And another uh, weird thing, just to put it out there, is that if you were to get a critical injury or something like that, those subtract dice from your pool when you're making an ability 
uh, plus attribute check as usual. So that means that if you're critically injured, you're less hungry. When you replace with hunger dice, you will actually be less hungry when you're when you're rolling because you're injured, which is another yeah bizarre no, and, and when, yeah. Effect. Same thing is like if your if your health track is filled with damage, you're less hungry because you're rolling less dice. Yeah, which you can fix that pretty easily because of the new difficulty system. You just will need to increase the difficulty, meaning you need more successes to achieve something because you're injured. So that's actually a pretty easy fix for them. Cool. Uh, any other final thoughts here before we sign off? Nope. I think we uh, went over everything fairly well. All right, cool. All right, thanks, guys. Um, interesting adventure. Hope you guys had some fun, and I'm very happy that we were able to... Uh, you know, do a little play test and give some feedback on the uh, new edition thus far. Yeah, absolutely. Had a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's. Yep. What's up, Chris? Um, no, it's cool. I'm, I'm. I'm. I think it was interesting enough. You didn't railroad us too much. <laughs> yeah, you guys actually kind of avoided some of the railroad, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's all good. It was all good. Anyway, real quick, of course, we are Darker Days Radio, a pretty cool World of Darkness podcast here. And if you want to get in contact with us, give us uh, some of your own feedback about this adventure or uh, what you think of the new edition, we'd be pretty interested to hear about it. Although White Wolf, of course, would be interested to hear about it as well. And you can get to us uh, over at our email address, which is darkerdaysradio at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at darkerdaysradio. And of course, we have our sweet facebook.com slash darkerdaysradio. So I think with that, uh, yeah. Thanks, everyone, and good night. See ya. Later, everybody. Good night.